You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey everybody, it's Adam, live and in person for you. Hey everybody, it's Adam, wonder who he'll interview. What happens when you are cast in the workshop of a Broadway show, but then don't move on to Broadway? Or have you ever put your foot in your mouth when meeting someone new? Well, Orange is the New Black's Annie Golden is bearing it all with Call Me Adam about these scenarios, other lessons learned, and so much more. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Annie Golden. Hi, Adam. I'm so excited for this next section. This next section, um, We're going to talk about all the lessons you've learned throughout your career and life. Mm-hmm. So... What's one mistake you made early on in your career that became a life lesson you take with you to this day? Well, um, it wasn't um, it wasn't a mistake. Uh, it was okay. it was a faux it was a faux pas. It was a social faux pas. But um, I was surrounded by such loving, wonderful people that um, they didn't judge me. But it was it was hang up the phone video from Sixteen Candles. Wayne Salento was the choreographer. <laughs> and there was one of the dancers that was hired. Her name was Nicole Fossey. And what I knew from Broadway, I went up to her on a break one day and I said to her, you're a dancer and your name is Fossey. How's that working for you? I said, that must be so hard, you know? And she's like, um, uh, yeah, it's okay, you know. And I said, uh, have you ever thought of, of changing your your name, get a stage name, and uh, maybe you call yourself Nicole Verdon? <laughs> and I was <laughs> trying to say that, you know, I'm not just the rock chick. I, I know theater. I know theater, theater people, too, uh, to, to drop names. And then Wayne went over to Nicole and said, she really doesn't know. She doesn't know. And Nicole went, she doesn't know that my dad, she doesn't know. So Wayne came over to me and said, you know, Annie, Nicole is Bob and Gwen's daughter. And I was like, wait, what? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I didn't, she said, I could tell it was not malicious. I could tell. And then I realized who, who's in my, who's, who are my backup dancers? Uh, theater royalty. You know, in a, in a video for, you know, VH or for an MTV video, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of so I always say I always say, you know, to people, don't be naming names when you're on a break talking about people. You don't know who's somebody's goddaughter or somebody's niece or nephew or, you know, so keep it close to the vest and don't be in a way it was a loving, it was a loving thing that happened. And the same thing happened when I auditioned, when I auditioned years later for, um, uh, French PC for a movie called, um, it runs in the family starring, uh, Michael Douglas and his first film with his father, who was one of my idols, Kirk Douglas. (laughs) And, um, and Michael's son is in the audition room and I didn't know. And they introduced me as, you know, this kid is in the movie too. And I went up to him and I said, listen, don't be nervous, but it's, it's cinematic royalty, this family. No pressure, but 
don't be nervous. <laughs> then when I got on set, they were like, you know, you know, it's Michael's son, right? You know, it's Kirk's grandson is playing. I was like, oh my, oh Lord. So did I learn? I did learn, but it was still my nature to just be so, uh, still even that far along because I was in the full Monty at the time and on my day off I did I did the movie with Michael with Michael Douglas and Bernadette Peters and Audra McDonald was in that movie too so it's just it's um it's guileless and it's good-natured but it's still a mistake and it could have gone terribly wrong if these people were not loving they could they could have cold-shouldered me they could have iced me that mm-hmm. I don't know who I'm talking to and being familiar with, you know? Yes. So those are yes. kind of like cool, cool stories of yes. my mistakes. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. I love both of those. Of those um, lessons learned. Yes. Yes. Have you ever been fired from a show? Um, I've not been fired. Uh, didn't get that far. But it was a a new experience for me to have been in the workshop of a musical Mm -hmm. and then run into all my friends, like Dale Souls, run into them socially, Bill Humans, see them socially, and they're all saying, you know, see you Monday when we start start rehearsal. And I, I did not get the call. I was wow. not included when they moved on. And that was hands on a hard body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And, and, and that had never happened to me before. So I did like a reality mm. check of, you know, blessings abound. You're a lucky lady. If you don't know this feeling, but you know, I, I didn't, I didn't mention it to anyone. And then after Monday's rehearsal, I got a call from Bill, Bill humans saying, you know, you weren't there today. I don't understand. I was like, I don't understand either, you know, but whatever. Mm. But, you know, uh, Trey from Fish wrote that score. So I'm um, the mm. rock and roll connection. So recently, uh, the first uh, musical act that Jimmy Fallon had back on the Today Show uh, was Trey. Trey played something from his new album with, uh, with The Roots. And I emailed him. And I told him how much I love the song and best of luck with the uh, with the album. And he was over the moon to hear from me. And he said, uh, "You're so generous because you know you di- you didn't you didn't move forward with us. And you know for you to reach out and just be loving, you know, it was just, I I was so happy that I had his his email in my phone. I was like, oh, I yeah. do have it." Oh, I'm going to tell him I thought it was so cool and how great. And he answered me back. So, yeah, hands on a hard hard body. I was I was in the uh, uh, I was in the 29 hour reading, and then I I did not move forward with it. So wow. that that's the only time that I I had to um, experience that. So. And what did that moment teach you? Um, not moving on. Yeah. No. It. You know. Um, nothing's a lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, not everybody, not everybody loves Anigal. Not everybody gets Anigal. Then, so then, be more appreciative for the people who who do call you in a heartbeat, who do use you, who do get you, like you mm-hmm. know George C. Wolf and Jack O'Brien and 
uh, Tina Landau and Lee Silverman and, you know, your, your champions, yes. you know, be, be more grateful for them. Like when we come out of this pandemic, we're going to appreciate running into people in the theater district. We're going to appreciate being able to handshake and, and hug and, and, and air kiss. We're going to appreciate that more. So, yeah. So I appreciated my, so I, I spun it, you know, I said, oh, well, the people who do use me and do get me, you know, I, I need to be, I need to thank them. Yes. I just, yes. I guess I just was going along in my la la land of being chosen and being used. And, and I couldn't, when you gave me that, when you asked me that question, I was kind of like fired. No, but, oh, but cut didn't make the cut, didn't make the final yes. cut. So yes. that, th that was an experience that, you know, I thought I could just share with you with the, with a similar kind of feel to it. Yes, I love I love that. And I th I mean, there's a lot of there are a lot of actors who do the workshop and then they don't get to go on to be in the actual production. So abs I think this is something very helpful for them as well. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but the maddening thing is that it, then if you go to see your friends in the show or if you go, you know, to see the show and they've used and they use stuff that you mm. that 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 you did that's crazy and that's you know yes. and people come to me and they go Annie, bah, bah, bah. and i go yeah okay all right look it's not the actor the actor wasn't there when you were doing it's the creatives you know mm -hmm. they they liked it so they took it but they didn't take you yes. so that's 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 what you have to come to grips with not you know not the actor you know we're all right. sitting we're all sitting in the chairs outside the door we know who we see coming and going we hear right. who got it when we didn't get it. So, you know, it's just, yeah, it's a challenge. Before we go further with these great stories, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll continue talking lessons learned. And then I'll wrap things up with my famous question. Stay tuned. We have much more with Annie Golden. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For the fourth year in a row, Don is partnering with iHeartRadio for Can't Cancel Pride, a campaign that has raised over $11 million for the LGBTQ community. Don continuously strives to celebrate visibility and inclusivity for all, and that means supporting amazing organizations like Centerlink, providing safe spaces where over 52,000 community members go each week to receive critical and life-saving services. Don is there for your home, or your home away from home. So visit can'tcancelpride.com to learn more. Hey everyone, this is Annie Golden, and you're listening to Bearing It All with Call Me Adam. And now we're back. Yay! Welcome back. 
Thank you, Adam. You're welcome. What's the biggest thing you've learned about yourself from from everything you've done? Um, about myself. Well, I will wear you out with my enthusiasm. That's what I. That that's <laughs> yeah. That's probably that's probably what I would say. Is you know I will wear you out with my enthusiasm and everybody. You know because I mean it's you know it's enough to be upbeat and everything, but. You also have people who are just like, okay, enough already with the cheerleader. All right. You know, or, or someone will say, you know, oh, you, you two, you two went, you saw it. What did you think? And, you know, I'll be like, listen, I, you know, they go, oh, oh, please. She's a cheerleader. Don't take, don't take our word for it. Let me tell you how really, what a mess it was or how, you know. So, um, I've learned that, um, you know, I'm the go-to gal for a, p- a positive spin, you know, mm-hmm. when, you know, when, when all is lost, it's challenging. And I think that's what I've learned about myself is that I, I will wear you out with my enthusiasm and I can probably put a positive spin on anything you want to throw at me. You I know? love that. Cause I do that yeah. too. I put a positive spin on everything and people in my early days of, of building up my website, you know, and I was, I would write reviews back then and people would be like, oh, Adam loves everything. Adam loves everything. But the truth of the matter is I only wrote about what I loved. If I didn't like something, I didn't write about it. So you only saw what I loved. Yes. And your mother raised you right. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Yes. Because the one time I actually did write something not good, I got I got a lot of flack for it. And um and so then I just continued to move forward with what worked. So they were like, Adam, this is so unlike you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so now you know something about yourself that you are a bright light, that people look to yes. you, you know. Yeah. Because you because you love theater, you're not gonna bother to write bad stuff. Exactly. Find something good. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah. that's why we get along so well, because we're both such bright lights. <laughs> I guess so. Also, I yeah. also I always say yes to you because you ask such good questions. Oh, you, thank you. That means so much. Yeah. But you do. You always ask such good questions because sometimes you oh, know. Thank you. Um, like I told you, I can put a spin on anything if someone's a- asking, you know, bland, dull question or or catty, it, it, you know, mm. uh, go- gossipy questions. I can turn it around to something worthwhile, something I want to say. You know? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's something you've um what's something you've learned from a friend? Oh, this was um this was kind of interesting. I was like, well, I've learned so much from so many I've worked with so many wonderful people. But I do remember when I was working with the wonderful Mike Ockrent, the director at the Manhattan Theater Club, and um I was in a show called La Terrasse. And Bruce Norris was in it with me. And then Josh Radner took over for him. And um, Margaret Hall was in it. And she was a wonderful, well, I was, you know, she was, she was a veteran actress. She was a gorgeous older woman, uh, red hair. She would understudy Maggie, Maggie Smith when Maggie Smith would come across Mm -hmm. the pond and do like um, uh, Lovers and Latisse or um, she would do, she would do like a Broadway run. Margaret was always cast to cover her. 
Uh-huh. And um, and I, you know, and I, I heard that in my conversations with Margaret. Anyway, Margaret was opposite Tom Aldridge in um, in La Terrasse at the Manhattan Theater Club. And uh, one afternoon, uh, early in a preview, something went ter- terribly awry, and uh, someone came off, and they said, "Oh, I got so lost. Oh my God, I was so lost, and I I didn't know how to get back on, and you know, back on track, and." I don't even know where I went wrong. And, and Margaret was so wonderful backstage. She went, she went, they don't know how it's supposed to go. It's, it's not like this is, you know, Shakespeare. They don't know this play. They don't know this play. So they don't know how it's supposed to go. So you committed to it. You were passionate. You, you got back on. And the thing was, the guy was out there by himself. So he couldn't have, you know, anybody throw him a cue or don't you mean right. to tell me, you know, or, you know, she said, it's not Shakespeare. It's, it's not one of the classics. It's not a play that people know. It's a new play. So what do you think? You went out there and you lost your talent. It's a, it's a talent to find your way through and stay in character and get back on track. And I just sat there and I watched this wonderful advice. And also this diplomatic comfort of saying, you're a pro because you were off and nobody knew it and you got back on and we all, we all got back on because you gave us our clues. You gave us our cues eventually, you know, so we were all in the wings. We were feeling for you. And then we went, here he is, here he is. He's good. good. I'm going, I'm, I'm on, you know, how am I doing? You know, so I thought Margaret Hall, when she said that, I just, I thought only only experience um, would teach you something like that. Yes, yes. Even even just how to comfort a young actor, mm-hmm. you know, who was like, you know, and she so just she, yeah, in such a wonderful way. How she yeah. she said, you think it's you think it's not gifted to know how to how to cover and get back on track? Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're gonna be in the note session, and we're gonna, you know, but. <laughs> But also maybe you'll figure out what made you, maybe a line was similar and you jumped and, and then you were like, oh, I jumped, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It was early previews, you know, when you're learning the play, we always go on before we're ready. People don't know yes. that. We always go on before we feel we're ready. Mm. So, yeah, so that was Margaret Hall with um, La Terrasse at the Manhattan Theater Club. I love that. Well, we're at the end of the interview, so I always end uh, playing off the title of my podcast, Bearing It All. Now, you've told a lot today, but Mm. if you could bear even more and reveal something about yourself that you haven't talked about previously, what would you share with me today? Um, I think it would be whether people know it or not, and I, I think they can uh, they can tell the first half of my answer, but maybe not the second half. I still get excited when I have to sing for people, but I also still get nervous when I have mm. to sing. You can go and show up and do a personal appearance, or you can do a, a, a film audition with text or a theater audition with text, but when you add a song to the mix, I'm always just terrified. When I have mm. to sing, I still I still get nervous. When I have to sing for people, I, I still get nervous. Wow. 
So well, you would never know that. That's a secret. Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm scared. I'm scared. Well, you don't look at the biggest the, the best acting job I do is acting like uh it, it's it's easy for me. It's not yeah. easy. Yeah, it's not yeah. easy. I get really I get really anxious about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So interesting. So interesting. Because yeah. you would never know it. Seeing you on stage, you'd never know. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's being a professional then or being a veteran where it's like, you know, yes. yeah, you're shaking in your boots, but nobody should know it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And it's because well, we that's... always, we always go on before we're ready. So it's that right. Too. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the whole interview. So thank you so much for coming on today. I really appreciate it. Um, and uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, I have a Facebook fan page. Um, uh -huh. uh, just go to uh, Facebook, uh, click on people, type in Annie Golden fan page and everything I'm doing and everything that's new and coming up is, um, uh, is, is there. And uh, I, haven't post, I haven't posted anything on my Instagram page because we did like a, 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 a we did a moratorium after George Floyd uh, was murdered. Oh. So, yeah. So I haven't, if you go, if you go to my Instagram at, at the Annie Golden, it's going to be like, well, this is old stuff. We know this stuff. So, yeah. So those two things, I, you know, I had to get on board with all of that. Yes. Yes. Terrific. Well, we can't wait to see what you do next. And um, always remember here at the Broadway Podcast Network, we have over 70 theater and art-related podcasts, so keep listening. He'll get the dirt and the scoop and the story, for he happens to be in the know. Just ask anybody who's had him, had him, with for the business of show. Call me Adam.com. Find more episodes of Bearing It All with Call Me Adam everywhere you stream podcasts. For my print and video interviews, visit my website, callmeadam.com. Follow me on social media at callmeadamnyc on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And finally, if you really want to get involved, support my podcast on a deeper level by becoming a member of my Patreon family. Visit patreon.com slash callmeadamnyc. There, you'll get a variety of backstage perks, including advance notice of interviews, the ability to submit a question to my guests, and everyone's favorite, swag. 